The Florida Gators have three true freshman receivers, but what are their roles going to be in 2023? We'll talk about that here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with Hold On Sports, Giants, Country, NFL 33. If you have not yet signed up for Florida Victorious, please do be sure to do so. And if you want 20% off of your first month, use promo code LOCKED when you sign up to get 20% off your first month with Florida Victorious. And today we're talking about three true freshman receivers for the 2023 class. Of course, that's Andy Jean, Aiden Mizell, and Eugene Wilson III. And I say them in that order because that's the order that we're going to talk about them in. It's not necessarily that I think that, that, that that's the order that I think is, you know, that that's them ranked. It's just, I think Andy Jean is going to, I think he's the most likely instant impact receiver of the three. I think that a big selling point for him is that he has been impressing with his route running skill pretty much since he got on campus. Uh, Andy Jean has been impressive there. And then that's one of the things where, that's probably the most rare thing to have from a true freshman receiver is a skilled route runner because there's so many guys in high school where they get by on just being fast or strong or just bigger or just out-athleting their matchups. Andy Jean is doing it with technique, which is the main selling point there for a receiver coach is to kind of help implement that technique. And it's still going to get better, obviously, as time goes on. He's not, you know, Cooper Cup, or, or he's not Stefan Diggs or Justin Jefferson. But he's a true freshman that is already one of the better route runners on this Florida Gators team, and that cannot be overstated enough. Of the three, because I, I like to think of every time that you're recruiting a receiver class, you're kind of looking for your ex- your, your whatever letter you want to assign to them. Andy Jean is most likely to play the X of the three receivers, which Florida right now has pretty wide open. And I think that they're not shifting away from the stereotypical X, but I don't think that they're really, you need to be in this box of stereotypical X receiver. You need to be Justin Shorter. I think they're just like, can you do those similar things that Justin Shorter can do? then you can be the X. Like, like, as long as you can operate the offense, it's fine. Right now at X, you're looking mostly at a camp battle between Caleb Beck, Caleb Douglas and Jaquavian Frazier's. I think Caleb Douglas will win that one. I have been very open that I am very optimistic on what Caleb Douglas can be this year. I think he's going to be pretty damn good. But that also being said... 
there's room to operate with a bit of a rotation on the outside this year, especially because you will see Ricky Pearsall is expected to work more outside this year, which means that someone else is going to be working into the slot, probably Khalil Jackson. But the point being, you're going to see guys rotate in and out at both the outside and the slot receiver spots. I think Andy Jean is capable of playing both, but based on how Billy Napier brought up Caleb Douglas last year, it was, hey, we're going to teach you this one position, and then we'll teach you more. I would expect that to be the same thing for Andy Jean, Aiden Mizell, and Eugene Wilson III this year, where, hey, you're going to focus on one receiver spot, and then we'll teach you more. So with the, with the X being between Caleb Douglas, Jaquavion, and Frazier, you can still get someone to back up Caleb Douglas and Jaquavion Frazier's that's going to rotate in at least a little bit this year. And and I think that Andy Jean is that guy that can do that. His route running ability on the outside is what's the most impressive there because Caleb Douglas, as much as I love his tape and I love what he did last year, he is still more of a go up and get it type of guy, vertical speed, or at least stretching the field vertically, stacking receiver, stacking DBs. It's great. But Andy Jean being thought of as a route runner operating there could be huge because Billy Napier loves having out routes breaking inside. So he loves having the actual wide receivers breaking in. Uh, one of the things that Billy Napier likes to do offensively, that's, that's one of the more modern parts of his offense, is those digs over the middle, Mills concepts, which Mills is, you have, let's say, two receivers on a side. The inside receiver is running a dig or an in, or what, what was the thing on Twitter that's stem basic, because they can't just say dig or in. Um, and the outside receiver runs a post over the top of that. Andy Jean will be the outside receiver, most likely running the post on top of that. But even from the outside, they still run dig routes. That is still a thing that you need to be able to do. So Andy Jean being able to create separation is going to be a huge plus because I love Justin Shorter and Xavier Henderson. They weren't great route runners. They weren't. Xavier Henderson had good straight line speed, very good straight line speed. And Justin Shorter was your stereotypical X. He was the go up and get it. Don't care if you're on him or not. We could throw the ball to him and expect him to come down with it. Andy Jean can help usher in a newer era of that. And I don't know about you guys, but I cannot wait to see Andy Jean on the outside, eat up space, close the gap on a DB, stack him, and then beat him deep. Can't wait. Like that, that is something that I'm looking forward to very much. I think that, especially with Billy Gonzalez, that's something that his, his receivers have typically done kind of well with throughout his career. So I'm hoping that Andy Jean can be the next man up in that line of Gators receivers. Because again, I, I do think that, and I, again, I hate assigning like the X receiver. I, I hate assigning the letter to players just because I'm like, okay, ideally you're going to move around to different spots and modern football is getting increasingly positionless. I don't mean, you know, everybody's got to be, Debo Samuel playing running back, receiver, Kadarius Tony. You don't need to do that. But moving around the formation as a receiver is something that almost every receiver is starting to do now, which is why I hate assigning the letter because responsibilities are kind of going to be the same for a lot of them. But I do think that Andy Jean right now 
excels as an outside receiver that will be able to work in and stack vertically while this offense is still just looking for the youth to step up and step in and kind of rejuvenate the group. But someone that will be rejuvenating the offense is going to be Aiden Mizell, and we'll talk about his abilities. But before I do that, I do want to tell you about LinkedIn because these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. With simple tools like screening questions, it makes it easier for you to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so that you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks again for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. And we spent the first, I mean, segment, third of this, whatever you want to call it, talking about Andy Jean. Now we're talking about the guy who is my personal favorite receiver from this 2023 recruiting class, Aiden Mizell, or from this Florida Gators 2023 recruiting class, Aiden Mizell. For Aiden, I, I get it. He's thin. I understand that. I understand he's very light. I will say this. I don't think he's going to do much this year. However, in the future, I think he can be great. I do think that for me personally, I would like to see him bulk up a bit. He's he's 6'2", 165 right now, I think it is. That's very thin, okay? That is... Here's the thing. I'm not getting hit. That is three inches taller than me and 15 pounds lighter than me. <laughs> That's a little worrisome, at least from my point of view. I get it. He's way faster. Ideally, he doesn't get hit at all. He scores or he goes out of bounds. I get it. You're probably going to need to bulk up quite a bit. I get it. Devontae Smith did it. That's fine. That is the exception, not the rule. Not, not that Aiden Mizell can't do it, but for me, I, I need him to bulk up a little bit before I want him on the field consistently. Like You can still play him this year, and, and you know whether it's design touches just being a decoy, whatever it is, you can still play in this year and I'm comfortable with it. It's just a matter of the workload. That's where we start to get worried a little bit. But with Aiden Mizell, there's two main things that you're looking for from someone with his speed and his skill set. And I do think that both of these things are things he could do right now. It's just a matter, again, of how consistently and how often can you do it. First up, vertical ability. We talk about, yeah, like like stacking the receiver and then beating him. One, Aiden Mizell can work on route running and actually stack receivers or stack DBs and get by them. He's going to be untouchable. Two, I don't think he necessarily needs to do that because I think he's fast enough where he could just straight up line it up and run by you. We saw some of Aiden Mizell's vertical ability during the spring game. He was, look, I get it. Production-wise, not there. When you watch the film, Aiden Mizell did a fantastic job of creating space downfield and putting himself in a position 
to make a play. That's all you can really ask for from a true freshman in his first spring game. And Aiden Mizell did it early, too. I think it was one of the first the, the first drive, maybe, that Graham Mertz threw a deep ball to him on a post, if I'm not mistaken. Didn't connect. But that's here's the thing with that. You don't need to connect on those. Those are not like like highly efficient throws. Those are not high percentage throws. Those are big time throws. Those are big time plays. Those are big time threats. And that's the most important part of that. You don't need to be consistent on it at all. You don't need to connect on it consistently at all. You have to threaten to do it. Every week of the season, I come on the show and I go, hey, here are the keys or the X factors or whatever it is that Florida needs to do. And almost every week, I say, you have to threaten vertically. You have to be able to threaten vertically. It will open up your run game just having the threat of going deep. That's what Aiden Mizell can do. That, that, like, that's what I need you to be able to do. Just go deep and get open deep. And if Graham Mertz th- gets you the ball, fantastic. Make the play when it gets to you. But if he doesn't, it doesn't matter if he gets the ball because the defense is still going to go, holy shoot, ran right by me. Can't let that happen again. And they're going to be worried about that in the secondary. That's the important part. That's why football is a team game. You don't need to dominate. You just need to be able to do your job and threaten to do your job. And opposing defenses will have to respect you for it. That's what we're looking for from Ed Mizell. And then also just the other thing that he needs to be able to do is just operate in the scheme, function in the scheme. You remember last year? When every single week we were watching Xavier Henderson, who again, I think he's talented. I, I, like I, I still think he's a very good receiver, but Xavier Henderson was the motion man running swings, uh, the, the jet motion, the orbit bubble motion, just being a bubble receiver. That will eventually be what I think Aiden Mizell becomes. Okay, I think that that's the role that Aiden Mizell is eventually going to fill. When you watch Xavier Henderson and then you watch Aiden Mizell, you're like, okay, I can, I can not see that they're the same receiver because they're very much not, but they have similar skill sets at this point in the game. Keep in mind, Xavier Henderson had that skill set as a junior. Aiden Mizell had that in the very limited high school film that he had. And now, okay, Aiden Mizell's faster than Xavier Henderson. Xavier Henderson is very fast. I think Aiden Mizell's faster and with more wiggle to his game. Xavier Henderson's fast. Man, is stiff as a board sometimes. And Mizell, you can see it whenever he moves. He has more wiggle to that. He has more wiggle to his game, and he's faster. He's better. He's more athletic. I don't want to say better, because I feel like that's very rude to what Xavier Henderson could do as a receiver. But he's certainly got the potential to be better. Let's not even let's not pretend that one. Aiden Mizell has the potential to be better. With his skill set right now, he could still be a killer offensively. Like, you can have Aiden Mizell step in and run the deep post, run a go, whatever, just use his speed deep. But you can also use him as that motion man. Because I promise you, any defense that sees someone with Aiden Mizell's speed going 
through the backfield in motion, they're going to respect it because they know, hey, if we don't stop him early, he's picking up a lot of yards because that's what it is. When you run that jet motion, if you just give the ball to Aiden Mizell really quick and he runs wide, if no one's there to contain that, he's picking up a lot of yards, probably scoring again if he gets into open space. That's the thing, getting him into open space. I don't know if anybody's going to catch him on any team. It's just a matter of actually getting him in that space consistently. So that's Aiden Mizell's role long term, I think. Then you look at the remainder of this receiver class, which is Eugene Wilson the third. Trey, I know the, the the tapes have been coming out or the or the clips have been coming out on social media of him lifting the bench, the squat, and yes, uh, Brandon Carroll joked about it last week, where he's like, "Hey, we we can judge the depth of the squat, but really, it's it's still impressive. It's just not nearly as impressive as it would have been if he got the butt down, you know." Um, but even when you watch Eugene Wilson the third, just any film you can get of him, he is such a clean route runner, which is what I thought the approach was for Billy Napier when I saw Eugene Wilson, Andy Jean. Look, Andy Jean's gotten way better from high school to just what he's done in Gainesville as a route runner. Okay, let's get that one out the way. But but from their high school film, I felt Eugene Wilson the third was the best route runner of the three. Granted, I, I know he he's thought of mostly as a slot. He's going to work. He can, when I say inside out in this way, I don't mean that he's going to line up on the outside frequently. I mean that from the slot, he can work out and he can work in with a threatening ability that defenses have to respect. Because again, threatening is the important part. Like you have to threaten to do things. That's why guys like Miko Hardman get good money. Miko Hardman is not a good receiver. He's fast as hell, though. That's why John Ross kept getting new contracts with new teams. John Ross is not a good receiver. He's fast as hell, though. And that's the important part, threatening to do your job. They were not good at doing their job. Michael Hardman is still not good at doing his job. John Ross was not good at doing his job. Retired earlier this week. But they could threaten to do their job. That's what we're looking for. Aiden Mizell, threaten deep. Eugene Wilson III, threaten as a route runner. Just eat like like make sure that whenever you're on the field, they're putting a DB on you. Okay, because if they put a linebacker on you, you have to make them pay immediately, immediately. And I think that Eugene Wilson the third has that route running ability that he can do that. Eugene Wilson the third is, I think, the person who is least likely to do really anything this year. I get it. A lot of Gators fans say, oh, like Aiden Mizell needs to put on weight before he can do anything. I don't think that's true. I think he needs to put on weight before he can be a starter. But I think he can rotate in and play and contribute here. Eugene Wilson III, it's nothing about his weight. Because, I mean, I don't even care what your weight is. If you're putting up those kind of lifting numbers that Eugene Wilson III is putting up, it's impressive. But the thing that I feel like a lot of Gators fans are kind of over, again, not all, but a lot of Gators fans are kind of overlooking with Eugene Wilson III he just got on campus a little while ago. He is a mid-year enrollee. He was not here in January like Aiden Mizell and Andy Jean. Eugene Wilson III just got here not too long ago. What, five, six weeks? So like, He has not been here a very long time. 
For me, that's what it is that's really going to keep him off the field this year. It's just he has not been here long enough to, one, know the playbook like the back of his hand and know how to actually execute it. Like, you can know I'm supposed to run a post here. But that's knowing how to do it is different, or knowing what you're supposed to do is different from actually going out and doing what you're supposed to do every play. Okay, so that's one. Two, no chemistry with any of the quarterbacks. Obviously, Graham Mertz being the most important quarterback to have that chemistry with. None of that, though. And no real rapport with the coaching staff, or at least his position coaches, because, yeah, good deal of them were here last year. The wide receiver coach, Billy Gonzalez, was not here last year. He was not the one that recruited you. He was not the one that was pounding the table for you. He was not that one. Remember that. Not that that's like a huge negative, but there's not that level of trust yet. Or there's not a proven level of trust yet. Also, Eugene Wilson III, going to work primarily out of the slot. Which, again, is great because I think the dude's a great route runner. Like, I, I think the best route runners belong in the slot. Because I've said it, I, I I think that in my experience as a DB, that's the hardest spot to play. Not even in my experience as a DB. That, that's the hardest spot to play on defense. The slot, the nickel. Just, I know I can't do it. I know that I could play safety and boundary and wide corner. Couldn't play slot. I think that having that killer route runner like Eugene Wilson the third is and will continue to develop will make him a fantastic slot receiver. But this year, Ricky Pearsall is going to be starting at the slot. Ricky Pearsall is going to one rotate out of the game and two play a little bit on the outside. But I think when Ricky is out wide or not in the game, Khalil Jackson is going to be your number one rotational slot player. Eugene Wilson III could be the third one, but you don't go three deep. Also, Ty Chekow Bowman is still here, but you don't go three deep at the slot usually for an offense that almost always has at least one tight end on the field. Is going to have times where they have two tight ends on the field and just two receivers, so no slot, and they want to run the ball a lot. That's just not how that works out, where you go, okay, yeah, no, we can go three or four deep in the slot depth chart. Very rare. I, I would imagine that this year when we see Eugene Wilson, if we see Eugene Wilson, it's going to be in one of those times where it's like second quarter, they bring in a whole new receiver rotation. They play four snaps together, five snaps together, and then they don't play the remainder of the game. I think that's what you're going to see Eugene Wilson as mostly this year. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. Every day we are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. For your second listen of the day, check out Locked On SEC, hosted by Chris Gordy of Sports 790. Man's great, and I'll tell you what, that's the only place where you can get the best coverage and the best conference, including the best university. University of Florida for Locked On Gators. I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with Whole Nine Sports, Giants, Country, NFL 33. I'll see you all tomorrow.